Welcome to another new edition of The Good Food Fellows. Gennaro, we, we saw this documentary. I'm so excited that we have the chef here. Roland, so we're international today for sure. So, you know, um, we got lucky to get this preview of a new documentary on this incredible new restaurant that's incredible in itself, but then it moves to another incredible space that's even harder to get to. And we're going to have the chef on today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's called The Most... Uh, remote restaurant in the world. It's on Via Play. Uh, we have Chef Paul. Oh, let me, let me get Paulo Andreas Ziska. Is that how you say? Did I get right? Or yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bravo. Thank you. Thank you, morning, Chef. How are you? I'm very good. How are you guys? Yeah, I, I love the documentary. Um, what, what was the origin story of it that uh, you were in another Michelin restaurant and you moved it to? Uh, the Western Greenland? Um, yeah. So um, uh, we are, um, or we have been since 2011, uh, located on, on the Faroe Islands, which is a, a very small uh, archipelago between uh, Iceland and uh, Scotland and Norway. Um, and have been operating the area since 2011. And um, uh, for different reasons had to, uh, had to, uh, uh, end our our um, uh, end at our, our location where we were. We've been moving a little bit back and forth, also on the Faroe Islands, uh, and and um, and we had to um, had to end uh, at our, our previous location, and uh, are in the process of kind of finding a permanent place for our restaurant. Um, and uh, we just thought that you know, since since this. Uh, uh you know we, we we found ourselves in the situation where we had to had to uh had to leave the the location we and and you know uh had to find another another um um temporary place we thought that you know let's just try to do something uh completely different and and uh instead of finding another temporary place on the faroe islands uh you know let's let's look at other options and uh yeah that's where kind of the whole greenland thing started Chef, it's interesting. One thing I love about the documentary is that it really brings a spotlight to fine dining in Europe. And here in the United States, we always have kind of like wars talking about that fine dining is almost dead, which it's not. But what do you think about fine dining in general around the world and where you are? Um, yeah, I, I well, it, in, in, I would definitely not say it's dead in, in our part of the world at all. Uh, I think it's uh, moving uh, in a direction of it being more or less uh, informal and uh, being more an experience than just, you know, uh, fine dining, just eating well. Um, uh, at least, you know, that's that's what we're going. I think you, you know, we're seeing more restaurants opening up, uh, at uh, you know, at the farms or uh, in the middle of the woods or like where you can have a more, um, yeah, a more holistic experience for the guests, but also as professionals, also, you know, for us chefs, uh, you know, getting closer to where the food um, origins and getting closer to nature and, and, and all of this is something that, that uh, I think we see um and 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 that's also what we're what we're uh, trying to do or or how we like to work yeah yeah um chef can you share some of the unique challenges you faced in setting up in such a remote location when you first started yeah i mean there's <laughs> i mean um 
in in Greenland, it's 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 um, it's it's very very far away, and and the the logistics are are quite uh, you know it's um, it's not easy, and so it requires a lot of planning and um, and uh, a lot of uh, you know uh, people to to work with. Um, so we have a. Uh, partners in Greenland. Um, without them, it wouldn't have been possible because uh, you have to know the area. Um, so I, I mean, at least you know, logistic is logistics are are definitely the 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 main uh, the main uh, uh, main issues or the, or the main yeah things to to keep in mind. I mean, we we. Uh, we live, uh, or we, the restaurant is in a small village called Elimanak, where there's only about, I don't know, 50 people, 40 people living. Uh, and uh, um, the closest city is uh, Elulusat, which is around, I don't know, three, three, four thousand. Uh, and that's where the airport is. And that's where ma- a main, uh, a lot of our uh, uh, ingredients are sourced. Um, and uh, Elimanak and Elulusat are, uh, only 15 kilometers apart, but it's an ice fjord that is uh, separating them. So it's a um, uh, kind of cover, you know, a, a glacier kind of uh, uh, spitting out all this ice. So when it's completely open, uh, it takes around uh, uh, 20 minutes to sail, 30, if yeah, 20 if you're on the fast boat. Uh, but we've also experienced it taking over three hours to sail through. Um, so that's a, a quite unique challenge uh, that you never really know uh, how how long uh, it will take for the guests to arrive, or how long it will take for the goods to arrive, or you know when uh, when the staff is uh, is off. You know, usually they like to go to the to the city, and uh, on the next day they're supposed to uh, meet in at ten. But if the boat is too late, then you know. So it's, I mean, you have to be very flexible uh, to operate in, in places like this. Chef, speaking of guests, obviously from around from all the world, right? Uh, they're really trying hard to get to you. How does it feel for somebody to go to those lengths to come and eat your food? Um, I think it's very cool. I mean, um, obviously, a lot of the guests that we have are in the area already, and then you know, kind of uh, choose to 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 um, to dine at our place. Um, but yeah, we also do have guests traveling all the way, and I think that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, we have guests that have been uh, in, we have actually quite a lot of guests that have been eating on the Faroe Islands uh, at our restaurant, and then uh, are traveling to Greenland to to see to see how that is. Because obviously the concept is the same, but we're working with different uh, raw materials since we are in Greenland. So in Greenland, it's Greenlandic, and the Faroe Islands is, is Faroese. So. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's an honor to to uh, to uh, be able to do what we do really uh, to be able to <laughs> situate a, a restaurant so far away uh, uh, and and be able to to uh, work the way we like to work and ex- explore the way we 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 like to to do things uh, and we couldn't do it without the guests. So so having the guests there is, is really you know it's really an honor and. and I think uh, for the most part, people have have uh, have really enjoyed and and kind of tapped into what we're all about. I mean, we're not. Uh, I mean, we are in Greenland, and 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 we are focusing on what is in Greenland, and that for some is uh, uh, pro- provocative. Uh, 
because you know the the Greenlandic people are eating seals and eating whale and and all of these things. So we felt that we wouldn't be be true to to ourselves or our surroundings if we didn't include those things. Um, um, so so that you know globally seen as we had, do have a global audience, uh, we were a little bit nervous about that part. Um, but it didn't feel right not doing it and 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 we haven't experienced any any issues with it and you know, as i said people really understand what we're what we're trying to do so that's yeah, i'm really grateful for that in the documentary though i had one question i kept on when did you get the water finally cuz i saw you guys are struggling with water and you're like yeah <laughs> and draining <laughs> and draining and water yeah i mean <laughs> Um there was a lot, a lot of struggles <laughs> in the beginning and uh, and uh, everything uh, sorted itself out somehow i i honestly don't remember how <laughs> it's all a blur uh but uh, people came to rescue us <laughs> you know they uh, a plumber came and fixed the issue and we managed to get the the, the hoses free from the ice which eventually got the water flowing and and all of the things. So it was, uh, you know, uh, when when we started, we hoped that we would be able to just focus on the food and creating a great meal for our, our first guests. But it was a lot more than that. But I think in the end, uh, that also, also even the, the guests that were dining the first week, they they didn't feel it, or I hope so. I hope they didn't feel all the chaotic, chaotic uh, situation behind. <laughs> Chef, that being said. Uh, you kept your cool throughout the whole experience. Uh, you have some fun guys on your cooking team. You have a great, you know, administrative staff that kind of is like understanding and went with the flow. Is being a chef kind of like doing that in real life, especially managing with your wife and family? Yeah, um, yeah, it really is. Um, at least when we're when we're in situations as as we were in in in, in Greenland, and I think um, more and more so, like. People are traveling more and more, doing more pop-ups and doing events uh, around, and and there is always unforeseen, uh, uh, you know, uh, situations uh, and issues that you need to 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 uh, you know handle. Uh, and so, I mean, if you panic every time something something happens, then it's going to be exhausting for you. So, so um, at least for me, uh, it's it's yeah it. it, it I, things that you can't have any impact on, it's not worth, uh, you know, hassling too much about. I mean, it, it it works somehow. It just works itself out. Well, it doesn't work itself out, but at least I feel like if you if you stress it, you you sometimes just make it worse. So, yeah, I think uh, at least for me, that's 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 how I get through the things. Yeah. Do you always remind your sous chef how bad he sucks at shooting on the bow? <laughs> I, love, I love how he busted his balls. Like we could have had sale, but this moron said, "Let me try it." <laughs> Bro, no, 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 no. The supermarket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, that was just for fun. That's, that's for, we were actually, we were actually out shooting here on the Faroe Islands, and and he did a way better job than me. So th maybe that's why I'm busting his balls a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did the idea of the documentary come about? Where you said, "Let's start filming my journey from this to Greenland." Um, yeah, uh, it actually all started in, 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 uh, in Singapore. So we did a pop-up in Singapore, um, and, um, the main owner of the, the restaurant, uh, who, 
is a, is a part of a, a part of a, a bigger uh, company. Uh, but uh, the owner there, he messed up with a, a filmmaker. Uh, I, I I don't really remember the context. I just remember we we uh, we we said, yeah, we met up with these people. Let's have a meeting, and and that's while we were in in, in Singapore and. Uh, having a pop-up there and we had our first meeting and they were just very interested in, 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 in following us along. And we just said, you know, why not? I mean, it is, you know, it is, uh, they were, they were filming us for about two months straight. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a bit uh, stressful at, uh, at times. Um, uh, but you know, I didn't really see that coming uh, when I was sitting in Singapore. I just thought that you know, it, it, it would be fun to to watch and then and, and kind of rewatch once you know, ten ten years from now and have something. You know, um, I think uh, yeah, I think mainly that that was the reason why. Obviously, there is the the marketing aspect of it, where where you know we are such a, a remote place and and uh, and we wanted to reach out to more people and figure that you know okay maybe a documentary is is, is a fun way to do that uh, but also just personally for me uh, having that on on film and, and maybe 10 15 years from now re-watching it would i just thought that that would be fun you know you take all you take all the videos and, and photos with your with your smartphone but you never really watch them again huh? so i thought that you know maybe a maybe an actual documentary would would be something that you would sit down and watch again so yeah chef and speaking of that with streaming on via play uh it's a scandinavian streaming uh platform um how did you link up with them and i know they have like some great shows like a road less traveled on there and some really intriguing uh drama series uh is that cool for you to be kind of like any artsy realm where you're an artist in the kitchen too. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think you know, uh, it's 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 cool to 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 be included. Uh, I, I think in Scandinavia, most of the people that are watching football, Champions League or Premier League, they all have via play because they have the rights to that, so it, it gets out to a lot of people. Um, and uh, and that's also what we've uh, we've experienced. We've gotten a lot of uh, feedback uh, um, from from people seeing the the, the film on on, on Via Play. So yeah, just you know exposure and, and and reaching out to people and whatever they kind of resonate with. I mean, some people get something out of the movie. Some people get something else out of the movie. It's 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 really fun to 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 listen to people and and, and hear what they have to say about. Yeah, um, how do you source? I mean, ingredients. Do you have like a for fresh? I was watching a clip of fresh seafood. Do you have like a little, um, like a cage for the lobsters or the clams out there in the sea? Um, uh, on the Faroe Islands, we do. We have a, a a very easy access to 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 all of the locally sourced food here. Faroe Islands is such a small place. You can you basically it takes one hour to drive from one end to the other maybe a little bit longer but it's 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 very small in greenland it's a little bit different because it's such a big country um so but we do uh, as i said in the beginning we have some partners that we've worked with that that has been been setting us up with the, their providers of of whatever it is you know hunters and and fishermen and and so on and you know there's a big uh, or it's not a big but there's a factory in in uh, Luluset, the the city closest nearest by, that um, uh, get uh, uh, 
shrimps. So we're able to get like super fresh shrimps, like more or less alive. And there's also a factory that uh, works with uh, fish. So yeah, there is there is some options. Um, uh, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we're we have our restaurant for two years. And we're planning to maybe do one or two more years um, um, in Greenland and then move back to the Faroe Islands. Um, and um, you know, all creating these, um, yeah, almost friendships or, or bonds with the, the different providers. It takes time. Like we've been operating since 2011 on the Faroe Islands and and we still today are are, are you know uh, meeting new people that want to supply us with things so you know it's 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 an you know, ongoing process of, of uh, meeting people and figuring out what we have around us and and trying to utilize utilize that so so yeah well let's see what happens next year maybe we will find some new people to work with and yeah it's 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 fun that Chef, the one thing I got out of the film was kind of like the quest for perfection when it comes to the Michelin stars, which congratulations on you too. Uh, how do you separate the perfection from the connection to your staff, to the diner, and to the world at large? Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, I think everyone, every at least all of the staff, uh, know what we're doing and it's not a it's not a it doesn't come as a surprise to them that we need to do things the proper way um i like my kitchen to be very um, at least in terms of, of of michelin kitchens our kitchen is very loose it's a it's a it's a very friendly loose atmosphere um so it's more a question of yeah balancing these two things like uh uh finding the the, yeah, the perfect balance in between doing uh, a really high performance job whilst having fun and whilst uh, you know making sure that everyone feels good um, and, and and that can be difficult sometimes um, because uh, everyone's everyone's different you know some people like one part of or one set of management whereas other people uh, correspond better with another one. Uh, but that's really just, you know, trying to read the room and, and uh, trying to understand uh, the, the different needs and, 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 and maybe more importantly, trying to make them understand uh, what, what we're actually doing. Um, so, um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun to, to work with, with you know, people like this. And, and also with regards to the, to the, uh, uh, to, to the diners, I mean, you know, I think um, obviously we get a lot for granted because even just tra traveling to the restaurant is an experience in itself. So I feel like people are very uh, ready for 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 the experience uh, that we're we're about to to give them. Um, but still, um, it's a it's a global audience, and a lot of the people are are used to uh, eating out at fine uh, restaurants everywhere. So. I mean, they know what what they're talking about, and they they um, uh, yeah, it's not their first time uh, dining out. So so um, yeah, it's um, I don't know, it's 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 natural. I mean, that's what we do. So that's that's just how it is. Um, what's the temperature there? It does it get, it get super cold there, doesn't it? Um. In in the winter, it gets cold. Our restaurant is is only open. It's a seasonal restaurant, so it's only open. June, July, August, September. 
um and after september it's uh, yeah it it gets quite cold um uh, it also freezes uh, uh, the 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 sea um, which is why it's very difficult to 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 uh, uh, commute in between the the city and and which is why we're not there all year round um um but but winter is now summertime is uh, i mean yeah it's cold but it's not uh, it's not crazy um it's um, yeah it's uh, at least compared to living on the faroe islands it's more stable uh, uh maybe you have one or two bad days but you know that the next good day is always within reach whereas uh, opposed to here on, on, on the islands it's you know you can have rain for two weeks straight <laughs> um that that does not happen in in in, in, in greenland so uh, but i'm sure yeah uh, in, in comparison to where you're from it's 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 cold it gets i don't know on a hot day you know 15 degrees celsius that's it yeah, one one thing in the documentary that piqued my interest was, uh, how do you cook? And they said seal butt tastes delicious. The the chef, I yeah, know, I wasn't sure I heard right. I was like, really? Is it delicatessen or is it? Um, so it's the uh, uh, what you call it the the uh, uh, yeah, it's a part of the, the the inside of the of the of the seal. Um, oh. I, I I have not uh, I've not we, we we never got it in in Greenland. Um, I've tried it um, uh, once before, and uh, well, it's it was what it was. It's it was fun to try. I don't I don't know if we will make the menu if if we got it, but it would it would be fun to work around with. I mean, there's a lot of things we do a lot of testing. We we're, we're we have like a maybe three, four months prior to when we open where we are only doing uh, testing for the menu and stuff like that. So there are things that that we're working on that, that doesn't make the menu. Um, and, and then there are things that, that do make, does make the menu. Uh, and well, may, maybe next year we will, we will get our hands on some, some seal and we can, we can try it out. Uh, yeah. Chef, the one thing that I noticed about the menu is I wish we could had an hour to talk about the processes and how you cook them, but one woman was ready to risk it all over that onion and probably uh, get in trouble with <laughs> her partner. Uh, what was the process for cooking the onion, preparing it, uh, getting it ready for such a beautiful dish? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you know, uh, caramelized onion is something that we've used in, in many different ways. We've used it as a sauce and we've used it as a uh gel um, and and uh, in 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 this version uh we've we've made a a fudge out of it so it's simply just a a, a fudge uh, uh based on uh, caramelized onions uh, and um uh, fermented um uh, garlic um and uh and yeah it's um it's my uh well, uh, Nino, who you also saw in the in the movie, who uh, who is um, uh, acting sous chef when we're in Greenland, and then uh, when we're not in Greenland, he is uh, working uh, and, uh, as part of the uh, research and, and development uh, uh, kitchen. Um, and uh, and he was playing around with it, and and we 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 came up with that, um, and and we're trying to kind of figure out how to to um, uh, present it, and and yeah, started to layering it up as an onion and. And it's just, I think it's a fun way to end the menu. Like you, you, you expect the the flavor of 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 caramelized onion 
in in the middle of the menu somewhere. You just don't expect it as as, as the ending. Um, but really, it 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 is really a, a really sweet thing. So it makes sense to 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 make a dessert out of it. Um, and and so that's what 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 we did. And and it was also on the menu the the the, the second year. And um, yeah, people really like it. Beautiful. The name of your restaurant is the Cooks or Cooks. Cook, yeah, Cook. In in uh, in Faroe East, you say Cooks. Cooks. So, yeah, in the website is K O K S dot yeah. F O for all the yes. information. Um, Chef, I want to thank you for taking your time. I know you're. I mean, what time is it over there in Greenland? Well, I'm on the Faroe Islands now, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it is two thirty uh, oh. p.m. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time, and uh, everybody should go see the movie. It's on Via Play, the most remote restaurant in the world. Chef Paul Zika, Paul Paul Paulio or Paul? Uh, why do I Paul. Paul, Paul. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. <You're laughs> yeah. I just get stuck you. in it. I think I have four cups of coffee already. It's early here. No yeah. Yeah. Roll, uh, roll it. The premiere launches on October thirty first of this year for United States and Canada. Also for Via Play. You get a free week, and then after that, it's five ninety nine a month. So you got to check it out if you like independent films, if you like cool guys like Chef, and if you just like to, like Chef said before, see some great sports from around the world. Well, thank you, Chef. And it's, 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 it is an inspiration that you you had you had the guts to lift up a restaurant with two Michelin chefs and said, "Let's try it over here." I mean, it's a beautiful scenery too, as well. I, mean, I love thank the dog. Thank you, thank you very much again. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Steph. Okay. Be well. Have a great day. You too. Congrats. Hey. Congrats. Thank you.